Are you ambitious for a career at the forefront of business and technology with the opportunity to shape your own future and contribute to society? Find out about early careers at Capgemini in this episode of Future You. Hello and welcome to Future You, the podcast from Graduate Careers Experts Prospects. We're here to help you achieve your career goals. My name is Dan Mason and in this episode we're going to hear from four graduates who have started their early careers in tech consultancy at Capgemini and Capgemini Invent. They're going to talk about the application process, the skills they learned in the first 90 days on the job, the culture of the organisation and advice for you if you're thinking of applying. And yes, before you ask, we are also going to find out the difference between the Capgemini and Capgemini Invent graduate schemes. You can subscribe to Future You in your podcast app and head to prospects.ac.uk to search for graduate jobs, including at Capgemini. But let's get straight to it. There's a lot to get through. So here are Fionn, Ruhi, Sophia and Zainab to tell you all about it. Hi, my name's Fionn, I'm a business analyst and I work for Capgemini. Hi, I'm Ruhi, I'm a consultant at Capgemini Invent. Hi everyone, my name's Sophia and I'm an associate consultant at Capgemini Invent. Hello everyone, my name is Zainab and I am a DevOps engineer at Capgemini. Fantastic, well thank you so much for joining us, all of you. Um, Perhaps the thing that everyone will have noticed there as you introduced yourselves is that um, two of you said you were from Capgemini, two of you said you were from Capgemini Invent. Um, could you talk a little bit, um, perhaps one of you from each, um, about what the differences are between Capgemini and Capgemini Invent when it comes to early careers? I guess I can go first um, and share my Capgemini Invent experience. Perfect. Um, so, well, before I start, just bear in mind that I did join Capgemini Invent nearly two years ago. So, um, <laughs> the first few, um, months are... I think that still counts as early careers. <laughs> yeah. The first few months of, um, my journey now just seem like a distant memory. But, um, the, um, the main sort of, um, thing in terms of, like, Capgemini Invent is that we have this Accelerate program, um, which is a 21-month um, uh, program and during that we have um, we have a bit of like an institute for the first three months where um, um, it's really good for someone that's coming straight from uni because when I joined I was straight from uni and the institute was basically that safe space where I could learn a bit more about consulting um, a bit more about some of the corporate um, language as well um, without sort of feeling like oh people are going to judge me or if I make a mistake, it's going to sort of stay on my record forever. Um, and it was sort of um, a learning experience because you get to meet other people um, in your cohort as well. And you sort of have that time where you're working with others, you're learning. Um, and at the same time, you're learning a bit more about the company as well, because you get to meet um members that are outside of your team um, um, because you work with them on like internal projects or bids or stuff so you get to build your network whilst being in a safe space um, and then 
you know, you sort of then after you've graduated from the institute, you move into the academy, which is where you are then sort of looked after a bit more um, by your specific um, business area. Um, but with all of that, you know, you still have the constant support from the graduate community. You still have your um, cohort that you can reach out to. Um, and during the whole graduate um, um, program, um, L&D is a big part. So, you know, you're able to explore different areas. You're able to do different courses and trainings. Um, and that for me um, was something that's really stood out as well. Um, during my um, grad journey. That's great. Thanks. Thanks very much for that. Does, does one of you, um, perhaps um, Fionn or Zainab, want to come in from the from the Cap Gemini side? Yeah. So I can share my experience um, from the Cap Gemini side. Um, I would probably say so. In the first um, few months of joining um, Cap Gemini. Um, we initially have the onboard and in the first week it's quite um, high intensive um, a really um, good introduction into consulting how to communicate with stakeholders um, and then as a business analyst I think it's quite specific um, to being a BA um, I had a two-month academy where um, it was a mixture between shadowing and online learning, self-learning and some also external courses um, that we did with some external companies uh, during those two months in the academy. That was really the foundation to my start at Capgemini. It gave me, it gave me a really good chance to meet new people in the BA space specifically and learn lots of skills to do with um, business analysis and also understand the structure of Capgemini that I'd be working with. On from those two months, I would say that you are integrated into the business quite fluidly. Um, the difference with being a graduate is that you have an additional support network of um, the graduate community. Uh, who is a group of people or graduates um, led by a senior member of staff who then gives you additional support and opportunities throughout uh, your time as a graduate and that adds an additional um, support and encouragement to um, progress your career qu quite rapidly but apart from the graduate community um, you are integrated quite nicely into the company you get given quite a lot of responsibility um, and it's it's quite nice because you don't feel like you're underqualified or you don't know what's going on you've got that additional support mm. if you need it but essentially you are a Capgemini employee working the same as everybody else um, and you really make a contribution to um, the work that we do with our clients brilliant yeah that's that's a really good introduction um is there anything anyone wants to add to the, to the sort of introductory piece there i think what i would like to add just on the, your question there at the beginning kind of what the difference mm, i sure. would say from what i've noticed is that capture my event kind of deals with a lot more new inclusive interactive technology that um also i think the whole ideal behind Capgemini invent from Capgemini was so they could bring in more smaller companies so for example Capgemini might deal a lot with bigger companies or a lot other more established company but I think with invent you can bring in a smaller company with more interactive technology 
um but it's kind of basically a more consultancy side of capgemini um i think for graduates that are looking into coming in just looking at like the different type of roles so you can get between capgemini event and capgemini even though we're all kind of like a big company one uh that is slightly a different and different uh prospects of work that you do and i know that for example capgemini invent they're doing a lot with the, the future of shopping and interactive shopping they have done a pop-up stand in um, central london which is quite cool where you can kind of go in and shop it in an interactive way with technology so that's a lot of the things that they do with their capgemini invent okay that's i think that gives us a great background um let's um step back a little bit and talk about the the application process that you all went through um who wants to give us maybe a standout moment from that application process it could be maybe it's a particularly stressful or challenging moment or or a moment that where you really thought this was you know the right job for you um who wants to come in on that um i can go first so um initially i was quite interested in applying to um capture mine bent um as i i knew one of the colleagues who currently work here and they couldn't mm. recommend it highly enough um but one of the standout moments for me was actually attending um a virtual in those days inside event and um what i found really interesting was there was a mixture of um senior leadership as well as grads um presenting and sharing about their journeys and internal um networks within capgemini event as well and um what i took away from that insight event was not obviously like a really interesting journey ahead of me but it was full cycle it didn't just include the work but also um some of the inclusion network some of the things that current grads had set up um and for me that that kind of stood out to me rather than persuading me on the role it kind of persuaded me on the the company as a whole so that was one thing that really stood out to me Mm, interesting yeah Anyone else got got a particular moment they want to uh, talk about? Um, for me as well, it was that virtual assessment centre. Um, the I was applying for Capgemini, um, and the mine mine was also virtual, and we had about six people in our assessment centre. It was really organised and run really well. But what stood out to me was the variety of activities that we were asked to do. It really helped me showcase my uh, my understanding and ability um, in lots of different ways, and. It wasn't all. It wasn't all about you, what you knew. They, Capgemini aren't really looking for what you know in that moment. It's more about um, how you apply your skills that you already have and how eager you are to develop those skills and develop new skills. And I think you were really given the opportunity to show that during the activities in the assessment centre. Um, and again, I. Um, I saw graduates, I saw people that um, manage me now. It wasn't people, sometimes you see in interviews or assessment centres, you know, uh, people high up in the company or people from HR and you never see them ever again. But the people that interviewed me in my assessment centre, I interact with them regularly. I still have contact with a lot of them. Um, And that was something that was really nice to see that continuity from the really early stages of recruitment right into, you know, everyday working life. So it was very much about um, identifying potential rather than sort of testing you on on current knowledge, as you say. 
Exactly. Um, Captain and I have values and it's probably one of the most important things um, in everyday working life. You know, if you hold, if you have those values, if you show an eagerness to learn, to develop, um, to, you know, contribute to what Capgemini are trying to achieve with their clients um, and also for the community, um, that's something that they really value. And that's what they were looking for, really, throughout that recruitment process. So, yeah, it's not all about your ability at the time, because at the end of the day, we're straight out of university. We're still mm. young. We've still got a lot of learning potential. Um, and it's it's potential mixed with your eagerness and willingness to learn um, that, you know, that's what Capgemini look for and that's what they really value. Fantastic. And, and sticking with the application process, um... What, what did you guys um, learn through that process? Were there, were there things that maybe surprised you or, you know, things that you weren't expecting or um, that you developed an understanding through the application process itself? I think for me, one of the things that surprised me in a way was how calm the whole thing was, um, like the interview, the group um, um, activity that we had during the assessment centre. Um like, obviously, everyone was sort of nervous and stuff, uh, but, like, the assessors, the way they sort of tried to keep us calm, the way they sort of, you know, had conversations with us during the interview, where it was like, you know, um, they weren't constantly making notes. Like, we could see them looking at us and talking to us and were sort of interested in us as people rather than us as what value or how are we going to, you know, um, increase the business in a way. Does anyone else have any thoughts on the application process before we before we move on? Yeah, um, I think for me, something that um, I found really interesting was the um, feedback that we mm. um, that we receive every stage. And I think um, not only did it prelude to the importance of feedback um, at Capgemini, both I think as part of your grad journey, but also wider. Um, I think. There's so many times where, for example, I've been through application processes and it's just like I'm talking out to a void. Like I don't know if there's anyone behind behind and actually yeah. screening. But at, at every stage there was feedback on how I performed. And it's, I really appreciated that, especially at the assessment centre, um, hearing the things that I did well and the things that I could improve on in the future. Yeah, that feedback's so important, isn't it? And and so often lacking from from grad job applications as well i think i would also like to add like i've come from a um legal background so i did law at uni so i think it was definitely um i think i taught as well like doing an assessment center for a tech consultancy company was going to be like on another level like difficult because they're going to ask me all the technical questions and they're going to expect me to learn 10 different languages and have done <laughs> x amount of projects so i was just like kind of over my head like what am i doing i've just done law and now i want to work in a tech consultancy but i would say like some of the, my teammates have already mentioned it was so collaborative and it's about your potential and kind of like what are your interests and what where can you be like they don't they don't they're not here to kind of take experienced uh workers because they they could just hire for experience uh but they kind of wanted to listen to you and hear your stories and hear what you've done like in my assessment center i, I spoke about how i worked as a 
receptionist at a nursery so it was definitely more very collaborative and I could really see uh, the potential um, so I would say definitely one other thing that stood out to me was how interactive it was and how they're really trying to learn about you and really trying to like get the best out of you and it's also a two-way conversation it's not just about you know uh, what Capgemini can get out of their employees and you know a it's more about are you a right fit it's capgemini going to offer you as a graduate what you want for your career um and that's something that i really um you know that really surprised me and that's really that's really why i joined because I, I obviously so early on in your career you do want to progress and you do want to you know see a future for yourself and it's not just about what you can offer capgemini it's what it's also what capgemini offers you and does that fit with what you want for your future as well and that's really nice well, it sounds like a really positive process and of course it was positive for all of you because it was a successful application so so let's move on now to those first 90 days you've started uh, in the job can you identify any skills that you particularly learn in those first 90 days yeah like i said um i there was a a business analyst academy um for all of the bas that joined in my cohort um, in the first week of joining, we did a um, internal course um, called Collaborating with Clients. Um, it's notoriously known as quite a high intensive course. Um, I think it's three days long and you spend the full three days working with all of the cohort that um, for the whole over the whole of Capgemini, not just your market unit. And um, you basically replicate kind of what a uh, client presentation would be like over three days so you could try and gather requirements you try and implement some sort of solution and then um, you try and price it up to meet their needs and things like that and then you present it back to um, we, we did it to some people over in France I think um, internal internal Capgemini employees over in France and it was really it was really fun it was a really fun three days but it was really intense <laughs> um, especially because I'd never really been in you know that consulting environment before um, so that was a steep learning curve and actually that's something that you can do multiple times in your career at Capgemini it's not something that you just do in the first three days so mm. maybe in a couple of years when I've got a little bit more experience I'll go back to that internal course and hopefully have it and you know bring some new things to the table but yeah so that was the first three days really quite high intensive and then um, I went on then to do two months of uh, Business Analyst Academy so we I did courses such as um, high impact communication that was an external course um, where I learned how to present um, and you know speak in front of uh, people I also did some online courses to do with more techie things like the cloud um, AWS um, some you know um, some iterative, iterative integration all about agile um, and business analyst techniques and then also I started a diploma so that's a foundation business analyst diploma that um, I've still got just one module to do left now um, I've I started it in my academy 18 months ago um, and then I'll, I'll just do this one exam and then I'll have completed that so it gets you on the road to um, completing more qualifications 
Um, so yeah, it was my first ninety days were very, very intense on the, on the learning side of things, um, but it's really quite good because it, again, it gives you a safe space to get things wrong. Um, you also do a lot of networking. I met so many people again that I still keep in touch with now. I was also given a buddy, which was a graduate that started, um, I think, six months before me, and again, I still speak to her now. We're really quite good friends. We've met outside of work. Um, and that's somebody that you can go to to ask all your really silly questions, you know, like, um, or if you're feeling down one day and you want somebody friendly to speak to. Um, so they have that buddy initiative where um, you get given a graduate when you first join. Um, and if it's, yeah, if there's things that's not particularly work related or you don't know who to ask, go to your buddy and then they can guide you in the right direction. So yeah, steep learning curve in the first 90 days, but it sets you up nicely for the rest of your time. Brilliant. It, it certainly sounds intense. Is that is that uh, everyone else's experience as well? Um, so at Capgemini event, um, it is a little bit different. So um, we, as graduates, when we join, we have three weeks um, of induction. And um, those induction sessions are um, quite um, collaborative. You're working with members with your own cohort, preparing presentations and case studies. Um, but there's also lots of learning to do. Um, so you learn a lot about the business um, in itself and um, different roles that are available um, after induction. Um, and then after induction, there's a three three month kind of um there's, there's no other way to say it but a safe space. It's called the Institute um, and what you do is um, you come in and you're given um, internal assignments that kind of mimic um, um, the skills that you will, would need for client delivery and being um, it, like in a billable role, but it's within that safe space. So you're getting lots and lots of feedback um, so, for example, people, um, other members of the business will come and submit assignments. And um, as an institute, your role is to um, figure out the requirements and deliver that work to them in the form of a presentation. And every stage of that, you do get feedback both from your client, quote unquote, but also from your institute coach who works alongside you. Um, and so by the end of the three months, because you've kind of delivered a number of a number of institute assignments, when it gets to being put um, in front of a client, you've practiced those skills in a safe space. You've got the feedback. Um, you've got the areas of improvement that you've worked on. And so it doesn't seem as daunting. Um, so that is that 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 is a bit of a difference compared to um, what Vian just said. And that's that's a really good overview. Um... Before we move on, does anyone want to add anything else to the to that that sort of first ninety days experience? I think um, just to add to what um, what Sophia was saying um, in terms of you know the um, clients that you work with um, um, during the institute. So you you know you work with people across um, um, Capgemini events. So you know it's not just people that are um, specifically in like. The business area that you um that you'll be going into so i've worked with people from across you know um business technology um and um intelligent well i forgot the name ii now um a bit so you sort of like work with people across invent um and with the um, institute sort of just having um you know new cohorts and grads everyone's sort of waiting for graduates to come in for like um ideas and a fresh pair of eyes with things um so 
you know, you get to work on some really cool projects as part of the institute as well. Um, that you, sometimes you kind of wouldn't know of if you weren't in the institute. So yeah. Okay, let's 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 broaden it out now to talk about the the wider culture of the organisation because this is something that we know um, new graduates are more and more interested in in hearing about before they apply to jobs. What would any of you identify as as the key words or your top words that would describe the culture at Capgemini? I think three words that I would use um, would be welcoming, um, inclusive and fun. And I think um, with fun, I remember reading before I applied um, that fun is a value. And I was just thinking there's that's probably the only place that I've heard describing themselves as being fun. Yeah. Um, but I can confirm it is the case and it is it, as, as rewarding as it is to work here, it is fun and you get to interact with um, lots of different people, lots of different personality types. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lovely experience so far. Could you could you just expand a bit more on that actually on that on the word fun? Because what, what do you mean by that? Is it sort of organised fun in the sense that there's lots of, you know, organised social things alongside your work? Or is it that the work itself is made fun? Or it, what do you mean? So um, I think there are so many different um, opportunities for social. So you mm. are given um, that option. There are company-wide ones, there's ones within your team. Um, and there is always the um, importance of ensuring that they are inclusive as well. Um, and I think also from like speaking of some of my um, previous experiences, some of the work that I've actually done um, has been quite fun as well. Um, and I think also um, it's not the nature of the work, but also the team, the teammates that I have. Um, everyone brings in their own perspective into work. And sometimes when we're thinking about new ideas of work that we can deliver, there is an, um, later, obviously we do assess it for feasibility, but at the beginning, you know, we're encouraged to come up with these wacky ideas that, um, yeah, quite fun to come up with, to be honest. But, um, there's also, um, initiatives, um, at Cap Gemini events, such as, um, the personal enrichment fund um and what that is is um around like 250 i believe um where you are encouraged to like personally enrich yourself and develop your skills and um a lot of the times people have come up with quite um interesting ways to to use that so um for example i've um heard of someone doing like um a stand up um, class and then they delivered stand-up com- comedy in front of their colleagues so um, yeah so I think um, you are encouraged to bring your, your entire self to work and that's mm. that is one of the the best ways and I think that it makes it fun. Fantastic anyone else got any other words to throw in there? I'd probably say diverse and supportive um so sort of coming in, you know, you, you, um, you, the first step, like in the cohort as well, you meet people with different backgrounds, with different experience. Um, and then, um, you know, that just sort of makes you feel very welcomed in itself as well. Um, like Sophia said, and then supportive because, well, you know, it's all about growth. It's all about L&D. It's all about your personal development whilst you're on the grad scheme and also after that as well. Um, and you're able to sort of, not only grow in terms of work, but also things that you want to, you know, experience, uh, do outside as well. Like Sophia mentioned about the personal enrichment fund. So all of that sort of comes into the supportive category for me. Um, 
and yeah I'd sort of describe it as diverse and supportive as well as all the other words that Sophia has mentioned yeah okay well so so that's that's the culture of the organization another thing that new graduates in their early careers um, are exposed to joining a big organization like this can be can be some of the the corporate language the corporate buzzwords that that get thrown around have you have you um you guys got any any favorites of those that of the of the jargon that maybe people outside the business might not understand or or that kind of thing um two of my favorite ones are um spock which is a special point of contact and um another one is poap which is plan on the page and i just like poap because kind of sounds like a sound effect to be honest <laughs> i think for me um um was probably like just basic ones like al and i was just like whoa what's al like or just seeing someone go oh i'm gonna be triple o i'm like oh, sorry what um <laughs> it took me a while to understand they meant like annual leave or out of office and now that yeah. i use it often i have like friends that also ask me wait what would you mean so um yeah yeah, these kind of office-based acronyms that you sort of assume people know. Definitely. Brilliant. Okay, let's let's talk now about um, something that you've actually touched on earlier um, when we were talking about the culture. It was, um, I think, inclusive and diverse uh, were mentioned as some of those words. Tell me a bit about the the inclusion networks at Capgemini and and what what they involve. Um, like I said before, we have a graduate one, a graduate community um, that I get in- involved with quite a lot and quite enjoy, um, you know, chatting with people in the graduate community. I'm also aware of women at Capgemini. There's a network for um, women and they do. Um, and there's also um, I th- there's an LGBTQ one, definitely. Um, and then we have ones around um, your professions as well. So we've got a business analyst community. There's also engagement management community and things like that. And these groups of people, they do, um, they have talks and they do events and things like that that aren't just for. So for women at Capgemini, for example, they hold talks um, to bring awareness to you know women in tech and the work, the positive impacts that women in tech could have. Um, and it's not just for women at Capgemini. Anybody is invited. Um, anybody can come along to learn um, about, you know, um, women in tech or um, underrepresented people in um, the business. There was also an initiative at um, Capgemini not that long ago, actually, um, to encourage new mothers who had been out of work for um, two two years or more um, to get back into their careers, join Capgemini and um, come back into the business. So Capgemini really do try to um, recognise everybody that works for them and try to support them in any way that they can, whether that's through... Um, you know, creating groups with volunteers um, to support or um, to push initiatives themselves. Um, There's loads more, but they're the only ones that I'm really too aware of. Yeah, um, I can jump in here. So um, some of the, yeah, some of the networks that Fian mentioned are Capgemini wide. So um, like the women at Capgemini, the race and equality network um, out front as well. Those are all Capgemini um, level inclusion networks and so anyone can join regard um, like 
for, and it's open to members from event. Um, and one of the things that I've actually found um, to be quite um, welcoming and inclusive about Capgemini is um, if you, for example, there is a network, you might not, f- you feel the need for a network that represents you, you're very, very welcome to um, set that up and get it running. And there's always support from every level. So for example, recently, um, within the last six-ish months, um, there's been a new network launch called um, Black Women at Capgemini. Um, and so they have been um, organising events and just making it so that people, there's a safe space for black women to talk about um, their careers, but, but themselves and some issues that um, we face as well. Um, and also there are other inclusion networks um, such as um, Capability, which is to do um, with, um, is for disability and carers. Um, and so one of the, the really cool initiatives that they um, ran before um, when I joined is something called reverse mentoring. And so um, um, you're paired up with someone who is more senior in the business, but they're the mentee and you're the mentor on disability. So um, that was that was really interesting and something unique that I thought um, Capgemini does. Um, but yeah again even if for example there is um you know you um don't you want to set up a new network that's absolutely fine um and there there have been quite a few actually in the past couple of months yeah and i would sorry i just wanted to add on that as well um like everyone said there are quite a few and whichever one you kind of best suit in you can join and as you mentioned the, the black women at camp gemini they are currently doing a, a kind of like a meeting so we meet each other and you kind of go through like a uh so like you meet one person and you talk about them and you share out and then that person writes a little bit about uh the next person so that way you kind of get to meet everyone so they actually do events as well and we um host events in uh, in the office as well so everyone gets to meet and it's also a muslims at cap gemini as well and we actually just celebrated the first of feb for the um world hijab day so there's definitely quite a few and i think it's just like whichever one you feel most comfortable with or like you can just join as many as you want like i've joined loads uh and just to see kind of like what's going on around cap gemini fantastic let's move on i want i want to talk um finally um thinking about potential new applicants who might be listening to this and think that they they having heard all of the positive things you've had to say about Capgemini and Capgemini Invent. What advice do you have for someone who who is thinking of, of doing that, of applying? What would what would be what would be your key key tips, shall we say? So um for anybody wanting to join Capgemini, um well for either Capgemini or Capgemini Invent, I would say um number one, look at Capgemini's values. One hundred percent you know Every single employee lives their day-to-day by these values, whether that's um, outwardly or, you know, um, like underlying. It doesn't have to be expressed every single day, you know. We've got great team spirit, but everything that we do um, is our our values are incorporated in them. So really, really learn those. Um, The second thing I would say is identify what you want 
you know, write down a list of everything that you want from your career, where you want to be, where you want to, how you want to get there. Um, and, you know, be open to some sort of change on that or adaptation. Um, but write down what you want and see if, you know, what Capgemini offers um, can can fulfill that. Um, the third thing I would say is don't worry about um, your capabilities now always be open to learn new things. Uh, nobody knows everything. And, um, you know, ask questions, talk to people. Um, you know, we work as a team at Capgemini. It's not about what one person can do. It's what it's about what we can deliver as a company, as a team um, to our client. Um, so, you know, always be willing to uh, grow and adapt and learn. Um, and yeah, don't really worry about what, capabilities you've got now but just think of your you know potential and where you want to go I think one thing that I would like to add I know I've mentioned it before as well I didn't come from a tech background I didn't do a stem degree I I didn't do anything kind of like I just didn't used to like stem subjects a lot and I would say I would say I kind of came to the tech space a bit later um but there was always a little of an interest in me on like in tech and just new tech gadgets and it'll be interesting like oh what's new in the market what they do now so i think don't be afraid to apply you know you're not really gonna lose anything if you apply and even if you get rejected you haven't lost anything you might have some time might have gone by but you've learned from that you've learned from this application and now you can you know uh use it elsewhere in another application again so don't be afraid I, I do speak to a lot of people that are interested in tech or are moving from another field to another and they think oh you know I don't know x amount of coding languages or I don't you know I don't have experience I would say try or do your research uh, have a look at the company and still go for it they are not looking for uh, years of experience especially if you're applying for a graduate role or even an apprenticeship role that you can even apply for so i would say definitely try give it a go as long as you have that interest in tech in you then you'll definitely be able to see a potential and um, a potential in you to kind of like manifest and grow and build you um so yeah i would definitely say don't be afraid to still apply have a look into it and yeah go for it yeah it's so important isn't it to say that about you don't have to have come from the formal tech stem background yeah yeah especially it's it's quite i think it's just to do with the tech field sometimes you're thinking oh, you have to be a genius especially being maybe a software engineer i think if you tell people like i'm a software engineer like oh you you need to know math or you you're probably like a genius etc but really a lot of the things i do day to day is just googling and kind of like trying to figure out what happens like what's going on there how do I fix this? And just like problem solving, really. I think definitely what um, Liam had mentioned, like just to reiterate, um, yeah, you do not have to be from a STEM background. You don't have to have like a computer science degree or anything like that. Um, and I think in the, the more different, actually the better, because you've got a different way of thinking compared to everyone else. And that's what, um, and a different way of problem solving. And sometimes, you know, that's that's what is needed. Um, and I think specifically to applications, um, 
don't underestimate the value of giving examples in your application even if you might not think for example oh i don't have that relevant experience draw from your experience you know working in retail or if you've volunteered or anything like that because um I'm certain there are transferable skills that you can put in your application um, and it, it just goes to show that you have a history of demonstrating those skills and you you just need to now apply them in a different context. Um, and I think definitely um, also reach out to people online who um, on LinkedIn, for example, who have the role that you are um, you're applying for. If you have any specific questions about their experience or if you're on the fence and you just want to hear more, reach out like um definitely that's something that um i do not regret doing when i was applying and you just hear um firstly it's just a way to actually understand um about the company and about the role from someone who's living it day to day um but you also can ask questions that you might not feel comfortable asking um for example in front of everyone in an assessment center um so i would say definitely reach out to people um on linkedin and i think definitely um do your research as well so um like like we mentioned earlier today there are differences between um capgemini and capgemini invent and um knowing which one which graduate scheme you're applying to um just make sure you know um the differences because that is um that is something that you will be asked um and yeah i think that's that's it from me i think just one thing that i'd like to add on everything else that everyone has said is we also like i know um capture we did like in um inside days as well so you know those are really good for for people to sort of understand um, the support that we provide in, in the graduate program, um, what uh, sort of uh, work that we do, you know, you get to hear a bit around people's experience as well. And then the we've also started doing like the um, hybrid one. So you can sort of come into the office as well. So one, you get to see the place, you get to also meet some of the grads in person, you get to meet some of the leadership team as well. Um, and that interaction as well can give you a bit of an idea of, you know, one if this if you want to apply two if you have any questions you can you know just ask them there and then and you can start building your network there as well even before you are in the company so then if you do when you do start you already know a few people that you could reach out to um so i think that is also one way that um you could approach this um which is insight days because they do help um graduates understand what the um, what the accelerate program is um, and what Capgemini Invent is as well. So definitely um, have a look at those. Excellent. And that's that's loads of uh, great advice for, for new graduates, potential applicants. Um, uh, we'll leave it there. I just want to finish by saying thank you all so much for your time today. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Thanks so much to all my guests on this episode, Fionn, Ruhi, Sophia and Zainab. As I said earlier, you can search for graduate jobs at Capgemini by going to prospects.ac.uk or visit the Capgemini website. To hear more from future you, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts or at prospects.ac.uk forward slash podcasts. You can get in touch with comments, feedback or suggestions. Just email podcast at prospects.ac.uk. That's it for this episode. Thanks very much for listening. And we'll see you soon.